Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we talk about the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. There is no question that health is very important and that far too many people do not have access to good health care health programs, and quality food. The City of Miami Gardens is changing all of that, not only for the people of Miami Gardens, but expecting it to spread throughout the county. In a minute, we're going to talk to Councilman Robert Stevens III of Miami Gardens. But first, I want to welcome the Program Director of Live Healthy Miami Gardens, Tamara LaBruce. Welcome to the program. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. This is quite a program you've put together, Live Healthy Miami Gardens. How did this come about? So Live Healthy Miami Gardens was started in 2014 when the city of Miami Gardens received a six-year grant from the Health Foundation of South Florida to develop a community-based and sustainable health and wellness initiative to improve the health disparities in Miami Gardens. So we've been running the initiative since then. It's sponsored by the city. And right now we're funded primarily by the CDC. And the initiative is part of the city's efforts to reduce poor health outcomes by engaging community residents. And so we work with about 68 different organizations and about 100 individuals. That's huge. How did you manage to continue the program throughout the pandemic? Well, we quickly moved from offering a lot of the work that we were doing face-to-face to being on Zoom and doing what most people did all over the country, all over the world. You know, we just went virtual. And so I'm actually quite surprised at how little time it took us to make that transition. And of course, because we are a health and wellness initiative funded by the CDC, and the CDC had a huge focus on COVID and helping to get information out about COVID, what was causing it, how to prevent it, how to get vaccinated when that came around. So we moved also to increasing awareness around COVID and doing that work as part of the Live Healthy Miami Gardens initiative. It must have been really exciting to be able to get back out in person once we had vaccinations and treatments available. Although we know there's a new variant out there that's supposedly more contagious, not necessarily more dangerous. So are you needing people to mask up more, social distance more? Yeah, so since the beginning of COVID, through our work that is funded by the CDC, we've really been trying to get out several different kinds of messaging. So obviously, one is just how to be safe with COVID, where to go get vaccinated. I think most people know that there was some hesitancy initially, particularly in the communities of color, around getting vaccinated. So our main approach was to really address some of the concerns that our community had and really make it easy. So we've worked with a number of community partners with local clinics to make getting vaccinated an easy process for our community. And so we have been pushing messaging around staying safe, putting on your mask, using social distancing and all of those kinds of measures. And what we know is that being in general good health makes you less at risk for things like COVID and almost every other disease or ailment that's out there. So you have so much benefit to what you're doing with Live Healthy Miami Gardens. How can people participate? What are you looking for them to do? You're absolutely right, Ellen. There are a number of underlying health conditions that made people 
people much more accessible to getting COVID and to not faring as well if they had those issues. So we've been working with our community to really provide an array of comprehensive approaches around physical activity and healthy eating and nutrition. And so the fitness challenge is just one aspect of that work. The city's been using a very comprehensive approach. We've been looking at policy system and environmental change strategies to improve the conditions in Miami Gardens to make our community really conducive and safe to physical activity and providing a number of different opportunities, promoting all of the programs in our parks, all of the different parks that have facilities where people can work out, so on and so forth. So we've really been trying to make it really easy for people to engage and to become more physically active. I have to tell you, the leadership in Miami Gardens right now is so proactive in doing so many different things to really help the community, help the residents. And it's like you've done this huge makeover and Miami Gardens has always been full of wonderful people. And so to see you working on their behalf and them responding is it's got to make you feel great. It does. It feels really wonderful. Our city manager, our mayor and our city council are all on board and have been supporting this work and these efforts from the very beginning. Just recently, as one example, our councilman Stevens, he co-sponsored a policy, a Complete Streets policy that was approved by the city council. And Complete Streets is a very comprehensive approach to providing equitable access to transportation options, such as walking and biking and making it safe for people to be able to get out and actually be more physically active. So through that work, the city is going to even be doing more to improve the conditions in Miami Gardens so that folks have the opportunity to become more physically active as a normal part of their everyday lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. You know, there are so many places where you just, you can't walk anywhere because there's nothing close enough and making everything safe and friendly is ideal. Of course, you can find info at livehealthymiamigardens.com. And as I said, in just a moment, we're going to talk to Councilman Stevens, but there are several ways to participate. You're actually asking people to take a pledge for the Live Healthy Initiative. Yes, we are funded by the CDC. And the CDC is actually doing a national campaign to get more people active, getting them moving. And so we're doing our own kind of version at the local level of that campaign. And so the fitness challenge is one of many things that the city is offering for our community. It's kicking off on the 21st. And there's four ways that people can participate in the Get Active Challenge. One is to take the pledge and taking the pledge online by visiting livehealthymiamigardens.com, says that I'm making a pledge to be more physically active, to engage with my community, to engage with my friends, to engage with my family, and getting them to also take the pledge to be more physically active. And then joining the Get Active Community Facebook group will give folks an opportunity to engage with their community partners, to engage with residents, to engage with their neighbors, and to support one another in this idea of becoming much more physically active. And then we're asking folks to also invite other people to join you. So we're asking you to not just take the pledge, but to also invite like a minimum of five people. So these are your neighbors, your friends, your family members. We really want this to be a community movement. 
And we really think also getting out and working out, walking with your neighbors also gives you an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit more. So we're asking them to do that. And then we're asking folks to celebrate their win. So if you get out and you go for a walk or you go to one of our parks and you go for a swim or you go for a jog or you ride your bike, we're asking folks to take pictures, take videos and just kind of upload them as a way to celebrate what they're doing and just promoting this idea of becoming much more physically active. And you know what else? It will take away so much of the stress in your life. Physical activity is an amazing stress reliever. And once you get used to it, it gets easier all the time. So, yeah. So, you know, the only other way to participate that hasn't been mentioned is to actually physically participate. And for that, I'm going to turn to Councilman Stevens. But I want to thank you, Tamara LaBruce, the program director for Live Healthy Miami Gardens. And again, you can get more information about this free program at livehealthymiamigardens.com. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you so much. And now I am so excited to welcome Miami Gardens. Councilman Robert Stevens III, and you are so involved in this Live Healthy Challenge. Tell me about what's going to be happening and why it's so important to you. Absolutely. Well, good morning. It's so important because when you talk about creating and building stronger communities, a healthy living and healthy lifestyles have to be at the forefront of its conversation. And here in Miami Gardens with our Live Healthy Miami Gardens initiative, we strongly encourage our residents to take full advantage of the healthy living and eating options that we have here in the city so that there's longevity when you talk about building stronger communities. So this challenge for me is so important because for one, it's the start of the new year and it helped push one to their new year goals. And I believe that this challenge will position one to live a healthy and prosperous life throughout the year of 2023 and years to come. And it also will be bringing people together for a commitment together. And yeah, and that also makes for stronger communities when people have the same purpose in mind. So this, I understand, is a six-week challenge, and you have a big kickoff event set for next Saturday, January 21st. What can we expect at the kickoff? Yep. So the kickoff challenge, you'll get an opportunity to meet with the fitness instructors that would be facilitating the different classes on a weekly basis. All of the participants would be present. We would have some motivation, music, and entertainment by one of our community DJ, DJ Tyke as well as a number of vendors that would be there. There would be a health assessment with Jesse Trice Health Center, where one would be able to weigh in so that we can track your progress at the end of the challenge. And it's just going to be a great opportunity for you to meet your new support group that you will be working out with along the challenge. And that's so important, having someone to support you. I don't know how many of us, probably everyone at some point has been through the losing weight, gaining weight, getting fit, getting unfit, you know, working out and then sitting too much time on the couch watching television or videos. So knowing that you have people to meet with and having an appointment and three days a week that you'll be doing this every week on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays at the Betty T. Ferguson Recreational Center. And what I love is that you also are talking about the many different ways that people can get active in Miami Gardens. It's not all about going to a gym. That's Um, correct. 
So let's talk about some of these different activities people can do in Miami Gardens that don't require a gym. Yep. So we create just a number of resources as it relates to getting active from uh, dance classes to boxing to throughout the challenge there would be sessions for how to make hefty meals, the proper way to make sure your diet is in order. And just a number of them, yoga, trap yoga to get excited about it and make it a little bit more fun for those who are into the R&B and hip hop music. So there's a number of resources. There's something for all ages. There's something for everyone to participate, whether you are a beginner in your fitness goals or you are a pro. We have something that everyone would be able to fit in and enjoy the challenge. And your parks are also a great location to go. So we've got Bunch Park, Norwood, Miami Carroll City Park, Brentwood Park, Buccaneer Park, the Senior Family Center, Betty T. Ferguson Recreation. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody has an excuse, right? <laughs> that is correct. We have community centers all throughout the city of Miami Gardens, and we're constantly working to renovate and build. We have three that's getting ready to come online, new fully renovated parks with our Bennett Lister, Lester Brown, and our Golden Oaks Park. With the park activities, even if you wake up and you want to do a little social and work out while you're doing it at Top Golf, they're all right here in Miami Gardens where you can get up, get moving, get active, and move those bones. I love it. And I know that you can get more information at livehealthymiamigardens.com or just text the word ACTIVE to 545454 to join yep. the Get Active. <laughs> Could you make it any easier? That's <laughs> great. 545454 to the Get Active Challenge and on social media at LiveHealthyMG. And now you have a grand finale event planned as well in March as a follow-up. That is correct. So after the six weeks, we'll come back together just as well as we started. And it would be participants would receive wraparound services as to how to continue to stay active after the challenge, see their results from the weight in with Jesse Trice. So Jesse Trice would be back on site. And then we have some prizes for those who successfully completed the challenge as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to the end just as well as I'm looking forward to the start. That's wonderful. And perhaps most amazing of all is this is free. Um, that is correct. All of these services free. Do you have to be a resident of Miami Gardens to... You don't. We've partnered with with Miami-Dade County Commissioner, with Chairman Oliver Gilbert, and because of our county partnership, it's now open so that we can welcome everyone to be a part. Fantastic. What you're doing is so great, and I thank you for that, and I know the City of Miami Gardens residents will thank you as well. Everybody, welcome to join in. Visit livehealthymiamigardens.com for more information. Councilman Robert Stevens III, thank you so much for what you're doing for your community. My pleasure. Thank you. Joining us on Community Focus now is the founder of the American Fine Wine Competition. And okay, it sounds like, yeah, wine, lovely, but this is also a benefit to help students at Florida International University who are going into the hospitality industry. Shari German, so good to have you on Community Focus today. I gotta ask you, what was your purpose in founding the American Fine Wine Competition? The short answer is, I love wine. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, thank you, Ellen, for having me. I really appreciate it. So I founded AFWC 
because I do love wine and I've been interested in it probably since I was about 12. And I was working in publishing at different publications and I always gravitated towards working with restaurants and wineries. I sold ads. And I had the opportunity at a publication to do an event. And I said, let's do a wine event. And they agreed with me and we started the American Fine Wine Competition. But I had a caveat. It had to raise money for charity, which was so important. It's the way I was brought up. And so actually, since we've been doing this, this is our 16th year. We've given away more than $1.1 million. Oh, that's fabulous. It is. And to a variety of organizations from Alzheimer's to breast cancer to kitty cats and puppies, pooches and pines and 1,000 dogs in the Everglades. And I've probably worked with about 45 different organizations. But also, you mentioned about the students at FIU. We do benefit them. We started a fund there called the Chip Cassidy Endowment Fund, and it does help students with their expenses at school as scholarships. And we've added one more charity this year. We're actually going to work with Chip Cassidy Endowment Fund and Ukrainian refugees. Oh, that's wonderful. We watch the images of what's happening there, and I try to imagine what it would be like if we had to just pick up what we could carry with us, including our pets that we love, and carry them to the border. It's sort of inconceivable, certainly for us. Yes, but in other places, and and people still need help there. So it's wonderful that you're doing that, covering both education and helping humanity by drinking wine. And now, how does the competition work? You have experts who come in and do the judging? We do. I have 32 judges that come from around the country. I will say a majority of them are from South Florida, but we have such a huge wine community here, which is another reason why this is so fun, because we have a lot of friends in the wine industry. So yes, 32 judges come, California, New York, Wisconsin, and again, a lot in Florida. And we sit for three days and taste through, well, in this case, we're going to be almost 600 wines. Oh my goodness. How do you do... Like I said, I've been drinking wine since I'm 12. <laughs> I'm, I have co-founders, a couple, Monty and Sarah Prizer, who started this venture with me, like I said, 17 years ago. And they live part of the time in California. I spend a lot of time out there. So we taste wines. In fact, this is what we call it the invitational. So every single wine that participates has been invited by one of us okay. or one of our judges. And so every wine we bring in, we believe is worthy of a gold medal. In other words, we don't have a bad wine. in the bunch so it's really fun and like i said we spend the days we do what we call flights so a flight of say chardonnay for between 50 and 75 dollars or cabernet flights believe it or not we've got cabernets this year that are coming in at over 200 dollars a bottle and we've got like a hundred of them so it's great fun the wines are great we work with kind of more boutique wineries not the giant ones right you know they're not wines that you'll see on public shelves or things like that these are more specialty wines And yet, you're going to take all of these gold medal wines and choose to crown one as the winner, and that one will be available to the public. Well, at the tasting on Tuesday, which is called the Thousand Bottles Sipping Through America, all the wines from the competition will be there, and the majority of them will get high medals. Now, there will be three winners in the final. There will be a best of show red, a best of show white, and a best of show sparkling. Oh, and a best of show dessert or sweet wine. So there's like four best of shows. But mind you, last year in the Cabernet, for example, to have the opportunity to win the best of, you have to earn a double gold medal. Double gold medal means that all the judges at the table tasting that wine agree it's a gold medal wine. And that wine goes into the next round, which would be best of. So the big event on Tuesday in Pompano Beach, this is the unveiling and the benefit. 
it is the benefit, and we will definitely announce which the winners are. We hesitate in telling everybody what the best wine of the night was because we're probably only going to have one or two bottles of each wine. So it is a tasting, but like I said, there's about 600 bottles. So if you wanted to taste 10 gold, double gold medal winning wines, by the end of that, you probably need a pillow. So I highly encourage, and I hope this doesn't gross anybody out, but I highly encourage spitting and we have spit buckets on the table. You know, there are, like I said, over about 600 wines to taste. So you want to taste through all of them. So we pour short pours. So you get a good nose, you like to swirl it and you sniff it, and then you taste it. Sometimes you can't help but swallow it because it's that good. Other times you'll say, this is really delicious, but I want to try that one too. You can spit it out. You don't have to. You can Uber. You can drink as much as you want. You can Uber. <laughs> and now this is, isn't this at the Hilton at the Pompano Beach Pier? It's a new true by Hilton on the Pompano Beach Pier, yes. It's from 7.30 to 9.30 on Tuesday. And tickets are available on Eventbrite. If you go to eventbrite.com and look up AFWC 1000 bottles. Or you can go to my website, AmericanFineWineCompetition.org, and go under events. It's there. I like that option because that has all the background of what you've been doing and why you do it. And it shows the students at FIU getting involved. And, you know, this is a big thing for them to learn about this and can make a difference in the kind of career that they end up with and the level of their hospitality career. So you're doing so much good and in such a fun way. Keeps a smile on our face every day. A hundred percent. Well, okay. So we'll mark it Tuesday, the 17th. It's just a couple of days away now. And again, you can go to AmericanFineWineCompetition.org to get all the details or Eventbrite and do a search there. You'll find it there. And I'm going to put it up on our website too. I want to just add in, I, I hope everybody comes. This is really a fun party. I neglected to say, not only will it be about 600 wines, there'll be winemakers there. There'll be suppliers there. There'll be restaurants there. There'll be food there. There'll be an auction there. There's going to be a band. I mean, it's a party. And we're always up for a party. And with the weather that we're having, beautiful nights ahead. So it'll be a great night to be by the pier, looking out at the water, drinking the wine, listening to the music, having some food samplings and doing good works by helping students and the refugees in Ukraine at the same time. So thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you, Ellen. Thank you for what you do, too. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sherry Gurman, founder of the American Fine Wine Competition. And for our final segment of Community Focus today, I am so happy to welcome the Vice President for University Administration at Barry University to talk about not just education, but also wellness and how important that is in improving your education. Jennifer Pugh, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you. I've been so excited to talk about Barry University's Nun Run and Family Fest. And that's what you're here to tell us about. Why did you start a Nun Run at Barry? We started a Nun Run actually in early 2019, uh, pre-pandemic believe it or not, to bring both, I'll say, our university community, our faculty, staff, our students, our alumni together with the greater South Florida community for a morning of fitness and fun. 
And in doing that, we also wanted to honor our founders, the Adrian Dominican sisters. They're no longer in the habit, but basically you can get in the habit and they used to be in the habit. And so we did a little pun, if you will, on the habit and trying to New Year's resolutions and getting into the habit and making fitness part of your daily routine. It really is. It's so important, not just for the body, but there's so much of a connection to the mind and the ability of students to retain information to learn better when their mind is functioning better. Absolutely. All that oxygen getting to the brain. And I just love the sense of humor about the habits. Do the nuns really, they don't wear habits anymore? The Adrian Dominican nuns do not wear habits anymore. Okay. Okay. The Adrian Dominican sisters do not wear habits anymore. And nobody's offended when you say get in the habit. It's okay for people who attend to wear a habit for this? Yes, they actually do. We've had many runners choose to wear the habit in honor of our founders. I mean, again, it's not really to make fun. It's really to get people moving and for it to actually be more of an honoring of the history of our university and our Adrian Dominican sponsors. Completely understand. It's kind of like when people wear pink tutus to a breast cancer run, when men wear them in particular. It's all in good spirit and to honor the people that the run is intended for. One of the things... That, that's so cool about what you do is you have multiple options for the participants, and it is a chip-timed event. So tell us about these different options and the importance why chip-timing matters. Chip-timing matters because we're trying to honor both the competitive runners, especially maybe potential high school athletes who are looking to do a collegiate run. Maybe they're trying to get their time down and they want to be able to show it off at other colleges or universities. We actually just announced we are starting a cross-country program next fall. So again, from that perspective, from a competitive standpoint, that's why it's important to have the chip timing. But we have multiple options that participants have because not everyone wants to run. Maybe they just want to walk. So this is for walkers, for joggers, For competitive runners, you can sign up as an individual, you can sign up as a team, as a team of eight max. And again, we have a 5K and we have an 8K. Let's say you're not a runner or a walker. Can you support a team or someone else individually? Do they have fundraising pages? Yes, there's a donation page. And let me talk a little bit about how this will benefit our students this year for the first time. Any proceeds will actually go towards student scholarships, specifically our student emergency fund. 75% of our students have a financial gap in covering their expenses, or some have unexpected, I'll call them economic difficulties, whether it's a family illness or a loss of a job or their parents lose a position. So even sometimes a small amount can make the difference between a student staying at Barry or having to drop out or stop out of school. So not only is this a great opportunity for student engagement from a campus life and wellness perspective, but it also helps us to help them stay in school when those gaps or economic difficulties hit. Has that increased since the pandemic, these gaps? Absolutely. Given the rise in inflation, the economic costs, especially here in South Florida, definitely there is an increased need by most, if not all, students at some level. So very, very important to help them. We all know what a difference a college education can make. Do you have a target goal of a number of participants that you want to have or dollars that you're hoping to raise? Well, of course, I'm 
going to say as much as possible. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that goes for both uh, the target goal as well as to have as many runners, walkers, or participants as possible, which in turn supports the education of our students. And so we're also going to have our enrollment teams available for anyone who may just want to come and learn more about the university. Typically, we've had more than 200 participants in the past. People can bring their pets, their families, you name it, we've seen it. And so it's just to get as many people out to enjoy a really great morning of fun here on our campus. Yeah, you call this a family fest. It's not just the run, but there's a whole family fest. So what's involved in that? Let's just talk about what to expect, you know, during the event. We have had families, we've had people bring their dogs, it's great for the whole family. Basically, the run itself starts and ends on our beautiful campus. It does go throughout the village of Miami Shores. We have food, we have drinks, we have a beer garden that's sponsored by Invasive Species. We have bounce house, games for the kids. So it really is just a full-blown morning of fun. We have music, and it's great for anyone who just wants to come out and have a good time. And, you know, it really demonstrates the spirit of Barry University, that there's a fun spirit and, of course, a giving spirit that goes with it. And I've got to believe you get people who register for school at Barry as a result of this run, having seen the campus and met the people who work there. And they go, wow, I'm pretty inspired. I think this is where I'd like to go to college. Yeah, we hear that all the time. It's just we have such a unique, inclusive community. And everyone, when they get to our campus, they're like, that's just a place where I want to belong. I want to go. I want to be at. And it's a very unique opportunity for all who come and join us here. Are there particular fields that Barry specializes in? Many. A couple of things about the university. You know, we have hundreds of majors, but we have a great business program, our computer science program, math and computer science program. We have esports. We have our school of pediatric medicine. We have nursing. We have tons of healthcare programs, counseling. Just about any particular major that somebody might be interested in, they would find here. Okay, so let's get two bits of information. One is for anyone who's interested in the school and wants to know about classes and when they can sign up if they decide to register and apply, your website. It's www.barry.edu. Okay. And for anyone who wants to participate in the Nun Run next Saturday, even if you put a scarf on your head to represent part of the habit, that'd be great. Where do they sign up? The same address, except you're going to do www.barry.edu forward slash Nun Run. And if you put in a discount code of HABIT20, all caps, HABIT20, and you'll get $10 off your registration. Outstanding. Can't wait to see this happening. I know one of our folks is going to be over there helping to DJ the event and spur people on, and it's just going to be a great day all around. Jennifer Pugh, Vice President of University Administration at Barry University. Thank you for your spirit and for helping our community come together and work for the benefit of each other. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. 
Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.